Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. Might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, December 22nd. And as always, we're coming to you live at 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast on the Amazon AMP app. Hello, if you're listening on the Amazon AMP app. And as always, podcasts will be uploaded to all your other feeds once we're done with the live record. Uh, Christmas right around the corner. You can get you some moich. 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 At thevolume.com, search Jenkins and Jones. They got a bunch of great shirts and uh, hoodies and uh, crew necks you can get over there. Uh, and one housekeeping note this is our last podcast until January 2nd. We are taking Christmas week off. 
Some of us are going out of state. Some of us are merely going to relax, which I'm very jealous of, uh, Tyler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, this is our, this our last show. So uh, at the very end of the podcast, I will be very delighted to get a see you next year joke off. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be that it. guy. So, fella, we better make it a good one. This has got to last everyone for a fucking week and a half. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubbas? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking and, Mike. And Motherfucking I do, I do think, Mike. I do think we've got a, a, good, a good episode for people. Everyone should know that John is wearing a very high press rate hat today for the recording. This special <laughs> I occasion. To, I hit Mike like, yo, because I, I mean, this is this is like a pinwheel almost. It got like all different materials and shit. I'm like, yo, what are the chances I'm going to get pressed with this? He's like, let me ask gangland guard to check it in for John, duty. John, let me ask my John's, gangland homies. John's wearing a the fucking the most in your face fucking Blood police hat. hat possible that which he's wearing only to record and not when he walks out the door I'm not in LA. The house uh, in this Pyru hat, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it because I've been wanting the Phillies the maroon would look crazy, and I've been like, I saw this one, and I was like, damn, this shit hard. But I'm like, I'm gonna get it. We'll see what happens. Let me hit, let me hit Mike first before I put it on my head. <laughs> I'm, bro, I thought I might have aged out, nigga. I'm 40 now, man. When, when am I gonna be number one, you don't look like you're 40. And number two, you chose to live where you chose to live. It's more <laughs> suburban places in Southern California uh, that you could be in. And that's not where you choose to be, my brother. So. But, yeah, I guess I can't wear the hat. I get people of color around me. I get some niggas around me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's a trade-off. You feel me? <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's, it's just the funny thing thing about you sending the picture of the hat is that in southern california a philly's hat is like you you it was like a parody of a hat like if we were 13 year old white kids making a you can't leave the house in this hat in la like that's the hat we'd be talking about you know or, I mean? or like maybe the houston astros too you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 that's right, right right down in my area the um the, the, that's not the the h influence is not as strong as a little bit different but for okay, sure. For sure. um all right uh, let's talk about <laughs> from John's bright red hat to the darkest blue it. weather. You haven't seen this hat in how long, bro? You might. <laughs> you only know one dude has probably put this hat on your entire life, <laughs> and he put it on for a different reason. Right, than you put right, it on, right. Sure. I'm, I'm um, trying to be cute, man. He was trying to let niggas know what time it was. You feel me? I ain't know that type of time. You feel me? From the it, brightest it, it, it red. Is, it is not worth getting your ass beat for a hat that Lenny Dykes nah. wore, bro. <laughs> Better reason to get your ass beat than that, dog. It's a beautiful fucking hat. It's a classic, but nah. All right. Uh, from, the, from the brightest red to the deepest blue. Let's talk about the weather in fucking Wyoming. I sent y'all this screenshot. <laughs> I cannot believe this. Uh, much of the northern half of America is currently embroiled in, uh, do they call it a bomb cyclone? I had never heard they of this. They make up new shit every a year for these storms, cycle. bro. Every year yeah, I swear like, they come up with something new. It's like Transformers when we were kids. Every year it's like, we know you already got Optimus Prime, so now he's a dinosaur. Right. Now he's a fucking, now he's a gorilla. And this now year he, we have the I mean? bomb cyclone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I fuck with it, though. I like. I, I can't wait for the new extreme weather rollouts every year. What I kind of moon shit. is this? Oh, hey. this is a this is the steel toed moon. <laughs> the steel toed <laughs> blood moon. <laughs> <laughs> I know a nigga that lived in Minnesota. 
He said it would get so cold that he would get boiling water, boil it, throw it out the back of his house, and it would turn into like mist. Like by the like it would it would freeze immediately. Boiling water, G. That's how cold it Hell gets up nah. there, dog. There was a nigga that I knew, a white nigga I knew lived in Montana. White nigga. Can I say that on you? Oh, there's a white nigga I knew. <laughs> I thought I left that in 2014. I ain't said that in Hellas. But anyway, but yeah, he uh he uh he was in Montana. He said he would drive down the street and there's so much snow over time that you couldn't see the houses next to you. You know what I mean? So, like, cause it would pile up, pile up, it didn't melt to the end of this end of the season. So yeah, G, I guess I mean it. That's just how you living out there if you just decide to live out there, G. Well, and I know uh, John and I in Southern California get a a little bit uh, nicer weather than Tyler gets in Richmond, but I don't think, Tyler, you've ever had what they're going through in Montana and Wyoming and shit where I say, y'all, in Missoula, Montana, which is not a big city, but it's a city people live in, it was negative 70 degrees overnight. Hell no, man. Come on, bro. Humans should not live like that, bro. Negative 70? You should not be asked to live like that. The high in Wyoming today is negative 40. Like for the whole state. That's the high. (laughs) And there are parts where it's negative 70 and et cetera. I mean, like that, it it sounds made up. Like what's the difference between negative 40 and negative 70? Like how are we (laughs) able to even measure that? I don't know. What is that in Celsius? Like four or something? How ridiculous is Celsius? That's probably, the only. That's just probably like two or something minus right? one or something. Right, it'd be negative. Yeah, like negative eight or something. Yeah. Cel- I would never. Yeah. I would never understand Celsius. Canadians would be all out like, "It's so hot. I do not want any more thirteen degree weather." I'm like, right. I'm like, like, what, what type of world do you right. live in, <laughs> bros? Celsius. That's the metric system, right? That's the only thing the metric system fucked up. I think is Celsius. It, uh, it's not actually the. Yeah. It, it, it's it just it, it's the metric system. By Jason. analogy, in that it's also different from what we use. Yeah. Okay, okay. The only, sort thing, of, the only thing they got right is zero degrees is freezing temperature. That's where ice freezes. See, I actually, you know, I'm going to speak up in defense of the Fahrenheit scale. We are not water. And so freezing as the basis point of zero mm. to me, like 50 degrees is cold. That seems about right. Like 100 degrees is hot. 50 degrees is cold and zero degrees is really cold. I think Fahrenheit, I, th- I think Fahrenheit, I like Fahrenheit. I think Fahrenheit, I think Fahrenheit's that. right. You know what I, I mean? Fahrenheit's right, yeah. <laughs> the standard, standardized system is trash as fuck, but we got Fahrenheit system right. So. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, I'm not, I would never defend ounces. You know what yeah, I mean? I would ounces never do and gallons and quarts yeah. and all that shit. Y'all keep all that, but yeah. <laughs> feet are literally from feet, bro. Like, <laughs> Like feet were how long someone's foot was back when they made that measure. Twelve inches, though. People's feet are twelve inches. Hell yeah, twelve inches ain't shit. I think twelve inches is like a size ten, pretty much. That's like the average size. Yeah, yeah. My feet are fourteen, fifteen inches long. Wow, my feet are bigger than a. My foot is bigger than a foot. That's crazy. (laughs) I don't know about your feet. What size shoe do you wear? Eleven. I'm sorry. I don't mean to ask you what size shoe you wear. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's up? What the, what's you, 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 you want to know my dick size too? I can drop that off on here too. You know, brother might not be happy, but I might. <laughs> or you can go back to our podcast. We was definitely talking about it in episode three. <laughs> Daddy Dick Perrier over here. 
I wear a size Big Magnum boy. You called Tyler Daddy Dick for like fucking four months on the on the on the old pod, and I, I think before days. we yeah the good old day before we knew each other, I think I I, I tweeted at John. I was like, you really been looking for any excuse for two months to bring up Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> bro? We can say this now before for a point. It was our password. <laughs> so we changed it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Daddy Dick. I was like, "Yeah, that's the password. That's what we going with." <laughs> DD over here. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, let's talk a little sports. Sports. Matt, Matt sports. <laughs> talk some sports. Make sure sports. to get your moist when you listen to us talk sports. <laughs> Eat a boyga while you're at it. Boyga. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt Ishbia has purchased the Phoenix Suns for $4 billion, becoming the NBA's youngest owner at 42 years old. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about Matt Ishbia because there's some interesting backstory there. But before we do that, I just wanted to get your guys' reaction to the $4 billion price tag and, uh, and, and what you think about, uh, about this move. I know we were... Hoping that it would be uh, that the the Sarver prophecy would come true on the uh, identity of a, a, a new uh, owner, but uh, this nigga need these niggas need a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it for you, Mike. I got you, but, man. <laughs> but what, but what do you what did you th- what do you think of four but four billion dollars for the Suns is definitely a like market mover in mm. terms of what pro sports franchises are worth in this country. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that sounds about right because, like, you know, the Clippers went for like what four billion back in two thousand fourteen, fifteen. In L.A., that's L.A. That's L.A. Right. Yeah. So you know, adjusted for you know cost of living or whatever the fuck have you, you know, four four million in in four billion in Phoenix. You know, about eight years later, sounds about right. But I mean, I mean, I don't know shit about the guy really. I just understand he's a basketball dude. I think like Jason Richardson tweeted out that they played ball together in Michigan State or something, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, you, you got a basketball guy played, running a basketball he? team. I think that's what Jason Richardson said. Yeah. I'm saying he was just on a team. He didn't actually play. Right? I'm I don't sure remember he didn't. seeing him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um. But yeah. I mean, you you got a basketball guy, a youngish guy. You know, I'm interested to see how this happens. I mean, because usually, usually the people we see who get into this are 70 year old people who don't give a fuck about basketball, right? And we've got a young guy who is a basketball guy. So I'm interested to see how this plays out. I heard that he was like people was talking, dropping a bunch of shit, talking about how bad he was of an owner as far as like running companies and stuff like that. I'm thinking like, dog, who isn't trash when you get to that position? You know what I mean? Who that has $400 to, $4 billion to spend, $400, $4 billion to spend, you know what I'm saying, isn't a trash human. I, I don't know, but yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about him. I don't know shit about the dude. You know, I'm just glad Sarver's not running anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, we'll see how, we see if this dude is better at not being trash, I guess. Well, let me uh, let, let me let me give you some uh, info from a tweet thread uh, tweeted out there by Joe Pompliano. Uh, how how much satisfaction Italian. did you get out of saying that? It's a Pompliano. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of satisfaction. Um, so NBA's youngest owner, but he also has a very intense, unfriendly rivalry with Dan Gilbert, the Cavs owner. Uh, which some people close to Matt Ishbia think may have helped prompt his decision to acquire <laughs> an NBA team, which is kind of wild. Uh, both those guys did go to uh, Michigan State. 
Uh, Matt Ishbia was indeed a walk-on on the basketball team, uh, played 40 minutes in a four-year career, but did win a national championship and go to three consecutive Final Fours. Um, he took over his dad's company, United Wholesale Mortgage, which is the company's biggest mortgage lender and the chief competitor to Dan Gilbert's uh, Quicken Loans, right? Um, which is where their rivalry comes. But Matt Ishbia, who styles himself and does seem to be, I, I'm not going to say that there's good billionaires, but um, when they went public, which they did recently, they did a very generous bonus package for all the employees uh, and gave every single employee in the company equity, ranging from 1000 to to $100,000. Um, they also spend $25 million on annual bonuses and $35 million on new stock compensation. Uh, but <clears throat> his rivalry with uh, Dan Gilbert has been fairly contestuous. Uh, a couple years ago, when Rocket Mortgage uh, laid off 2,000 people right around the holidays, Matt Ishbia posted on Facebook... Disappointed is the nicest way to describe my thoughts around Rocket Mortgage laying off over 2,000 people as this should not be necessary for a company that made over $5 billion last year in profits. Uh, I hate seeing this type of negative impact on families in Metro Detroit. These 2,000 people will struggle to find new jobs, and I think it's disgusting that they're thinking short-term and are solely focused on cutting a few million per month in costs. This is the wrong thing to do to people. Proud that we have not had a single layoff in 35 years at UWM and will never have a layoff because we're a family company focused on what's best for our people. That's big shit for a billionaire to talk to another billionaire, bro. Yeah. That's that's how you know he don't fuck with because because it's usually you know the billionaire club where you don't speak badly about other billionaires publicly and he lit his ass up with that but um yeah good for him he seems like you know he he runs shit you know the right way do we have any insight on if his mortgage company is predatory though do we have that info because I, mean, I feel I like everyone mortgage, is every mortgage company mortgage, is right any any mortgage company yeah yes I mean I don't th- just don't think especially you say they're the biggest mortgage <laughs> company now I don't think that they're Wells Fargo I don't see them out here being uh, cited as intentionally you know being as evil as possible but yeah I would not assume that a guy who runs a mortgage company that's the biggest wholes- that like their name is wholesale mortgage <laughs> lending which if you've ever gone through the mortgage the process it's mortgage not a mortgage yeah. <laughs> wholesale process bro. shout out to big lots nigga but uh <laughs> i haven't seen one since i left st louis i miss big lots but uh did you see the uh, the tweet that went kind of viral that i'm talking about the actual work experience there like no. they were talking about how like it was a like he, he like is basically a slave driver you feel me um how he's you know how he works the shit out of his employees so uh but i don't know yeah that's that's the one i saw i didn't see this one so. Well, they went from when he got there, they had 12 employees and they now have however many tens of thousands of employees and are worth however many billion dollars. And I'm guessing that that did not happen by everyone chilling. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm guessing that happened by him being an asshole. But I am enjoying the rivalry between uh, him and Dan Gilbert. And I am prepared to believe that a very bad person is still a better person than Dan Gilbert. So, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a sliding scale here. It's like the Celsius Fahrenheit shit. yeah manish me as 10 degrees celsius and uh fucking dan gilbert is montana right now you know (laughs) fucking neither of them are great (laughs) um i sent y'all a couple clips of the world cup celebration in argentina did you see any of that shit man that shit was 
unreal. There is nothing like that. That's what I was going to say. There is nothing that this whole nation will agree. Hey, this good thing happened and let's be happy about it. There is nothing, not a single thing that our country will unite about the way that, you know, these soccer uh, craze countries unite about soccer. Bro, I've been scared to be in the middle of that motherfucker, man. That was so many people. It was frightening to look at. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to see. You know what I mean? But damn, it's a lot of people. You know what I mean? Amp the fuck up. Did you see they had to shut it down? They had to shut the parade down because they they could. I mean, there's just no way to have security for five million people on right, the streets right, of New right. City. People were jumping off of freeway overpasses to try and land on one of the team buses that had an open double decker top. What the? Fuck? Did anybody <laughs> did anybody die? And some of that? them missed the bus. Yeah, I don't know that they died, but there were people who were like very seriously injured, and a couple people who successfully got on the bus. By the way. That's gotta be awkward as fuck. Some motherfucker just flops down like Batman on your shit, like bro. I think you just passed my beard, dog. Yeah, you gotta hope best at that moment. If, if, they're, if they're willing to risk that, hey, here, here's a beard, man. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> shit. They also had a clip of Messi pulling up to his compound after the parade was over. And I mean, there's probably ten thousand people on the street outside of Messi's house just singing cha- the uh, champion of the world over and over again. It's just like, what the fuck, dog? Unbelievable. There's no one like Messi on the planet, bro. No one like him. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Did you see the clips of Salt Bay at the celebration on the field? Somehow got on the field. as fuck trying to take the trophies from them boys. Like, sit your weak ass down. Go go back to sprinkling them tomahawk steaks, bro. God damn, you 2018 ass motherfucker. Take your ass back to Vegas, fuck nigga. What? Hell no. Nah. Get your weak Side ass show out of here, ass, man. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we have one other sports adjacent story, which is the story that broke earlier this week. Uh, and I'm going to be as uh, uh, wrong as possible on this for the sake of comedy. But uh, I sent you all the info about Chief Saholic on Twitter, the Chief Superfan oh, who got arrested for bank robbery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it confirmed it was a bank robbery? Because the shit just said like armed robbery. No, he was he robbed a he bank. He was and the I believe wolf it, man in that footage. <laughs> he was not the wolf man. I do. I, I will say. I'm I like, don't I'm think like, it that's was a true. Different wolf, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was true that he was robbing banks in his chiefsaholic wolf costume. But the way this unfolded, and this is why some of us choose to play our emotional cards pretty close to the vest on Twitter. This dude, chiefsaholic, well-known chief super fan. Goes to all their big fundraisers, has pictures with Patrick Mahomes, all this shit, because he was donating big money to the Chiefs Foundation. <laughs> so, he would, you know, get a ticket to the VIP dinners and shit like that. So, he said, okay, I'm going to drive to the game. I want to say it was a Bronco, the, whoever they played last week. Um, Jackson will chime in on that, I'm sure, in a second. But <clears throat> he didn't show up to the game. And so, Chiefs Twitter was like, oh, fuck. Like, what happened to Chiefsaholic? Like, he didn't check in from the game. We, you know, he didn't tell anyone like where he was going to be. They were like trying to figure out, okay, like what's his real name so we can call the police to do a wellness check. And it turned out that the reason he did not get to the game is that he got arrested. <laughs> the police, the police have the wellness. <laughs> They've got that under wraps. I can assure you that he's well taken care of. <laughs> and the police saw to that themselves. <laughs> you do not have to worry about a wellness check on that one, Bubba. <laughs> 
But apparently this was the routine was like, where are the Chiefs going? And if a game was drivable, he would drive to the game and just knock off a, a, a bank on the way to or from the game. Road game at the Texans. Excuse me. Thank you, Jackson. I mean, what an incredible look. Whatever your family traditions are, I'm, I, who am me to judge? But knocking <laughs> off a bank as part of an NFL road trip is a thing you've done multiple times. It's truly extraordinary. This, Ooh, this knocking needs, off the movie. banks to be we a need sport a movie. fan. And, and, yeah, and Nicolas Cage is the only one who could play this guy. Has to. <laughs> it has, has to be Nicolas to. Cage, bro. Has to, bro. Put his face back together to allow him to be in the fucking show. <laughs> Lift them jowls up. Let's, let's make that shit work. You feel me? Lift them jowls up. <laughs> um, and in a true, there's still more space dust on this book uh, moment. Uh, pe- people were in an attempt to be funny, obviously. Someone had Googled bank robbery in a wolf mask and then tweeted that and was like, oh, he was robbing people in the wolf mask. But... The photo that that did come from was taken at a bank robbery in Indianapolis. Of course. A couple days before the Chiefs played the Colts in Indianapolis. So it could have been Chiefsaholic. It's, you know, not confirmed that it was not him. I'll just throw that out. How that man, many? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, that man threw his life away to watch Kyle Allen quarterback, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dog, there's so many better things you would catch a 20-year bid for than this. I promise you, bro. Got to take a picture with, Matt, with, with Mahomes. That's all he wanted. You know what I mean? Robbing banks to do that shit. That's crazy as hell. He loved it. He was a Chiefs of heart like a motherfucker. He yeah. sure loved that team. Risked his whole, all his freedom off the strength of that. That's crazy. You know, normally that's a good point, bro. And we have people in my family, including my dad, who passed away after long struggles with alcoholism. So, like, I, the whole aholic thing has always slightly annoyed me. You know what I mean? It's like you're not addicted to chocolate. Oh, but yeah, right. Tiffany. Mother- you know this- what I mean? <laughs> this motherfucker he, was, he, addicted he was addicted to the Chiefs. To, to Chiefs football, bro. Whatever sure. he took to get to the game, if he even he had to rob a goddamn bank on the way <laughs> to make it happen. Sheesh. Uh, that's also one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. You know, like people put a holic on the end of words, but a hall is just the second half of the word alcohol. It's the IC is what implies that you're addicted to something. You know what I mean? So that when Homer Simpson said, I'm a chocoholic, I'm addicted to chocohol. <laughs> <laughs> he was addicted to Chiefs hall though. He was, bro. You can't say he wasn't. <laughs> Chiefs of Hall was running through his face. <laughs> oh, oh shit. shit. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's talk about John. Give us that little Yachty quote you just, okay, you just man. gave to us, bro. Little Yachty said he's had too much, much sex, so he stopped having sex. He stopped fucking because he's had too much sex in his life. And gee, the man's probably had enough sex, like on average, right? Like, being a young dude, popping as, as much money as he has, probably as much sex as an average, what, 60-year-old? I imagine if I was 25 and had sex like a 60-year-old, I'd be pretty tired of it, too. I, I, I get it, bro. I get it, man. Like, how, how many ways is he going to do the exact same thing? You know what I mean? And, and to me, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I still love it. You feel me? But the thing is, like, it's not the same as it was when it was 18 or 16, when it was brand new, you feel me? So over time, it's just a thing you do, you know what I mean? It's not like, bro, guess what? I had sex last night, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's gone. 
So I'm mad bro, bro, D. What'd you do last night, bro? D. No, I didn't see the new Avatar movie, dude. I was a little busy bro. having sex, having sex, bro. You ever heard of it, D? You still a virgin, D? Bro, remember niggas. Was- Bro, motherfuckers was 18, 19, ain't poked nothing yet, bro. Yeah, get, you your, get your dick wet, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> that was so wild. We were really- dry dude, dick some would, bitch. Teenagers would really get clowned for not having sex, bro. It was, bro. Shit was wild. But, it's but, cuffing but like, season, bro. <laughs> bro. Find somebody to lay up with, dude. But remember when it was a big deal? Like- Oh shit! I might get it. You know what I mean? Now it just happens. You know what I mean? It's it's breakfast. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Just burn. You're burning calories instead of adding them. You know what I'm saying? I, like I relate to. Uh, I understand the sentiment at the age that I am. It's difficult. I literally just can't put myself in the mindset at 25 of feeling that way. And obviously, he lived a very different life than I did. But I just cannot picture at 25 being like, I'm good. Like maybe, maybe for like a day, like, you know what I mean? For like a couple of days, you're like, I'm 15, all fucked 16. up. 16. Was he 16? He might've been 16 when he blew up. So the man might not even be 25. So long yet. 10 years, long 10 Bro. years. He's 25. I looked it up. Tra- yeah, tra- so yeah, traveling, traveling the world. You know what I mean? Poking everything moving. You feel me? He's seen a lot, way more than I have in my 40 years. You know of what I mean? Course. Yeah, of course. So it's I like, just feel the, like it's like the like the like the twenty five year old who says, "I'm never drinking again." You know what I mean? It's like you're tired of drinking this weekend. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, I just, I just, I just imagine he's seen a lot, way more than I'll ever see. I remember Lil Bow Wow saying it like twenty two. He wished he didn't see so much so young because yeah. he's he's seen everything. And I remember that, that them asking him a question. It was like one on six apart. So they just asking him regular questions. Like it's just a chill ass question. And I'm like, and, and he, he said, I think I, he said, I th- if I could change anything, I wouldn't have seen so much so early. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a, like he's like, what do I do next? Like, I've, I've done everything on this planet. And I was like, and, it, and for me, it was like existential. Like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, that was a yeah. deep ass answer. It's for 106 in Park at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, nigga, I ain't supposed to be thinking about all this shit. I felt bad for that rich ass dude. You know what I'm saying at that point? Maybe the most popular person on the planet. That, I mean, well, like, you know what I'm saying? One of the most popular people on the planet at that time. Wise words from Boward Woward. This is before Fresh is on me, his drop. This is before the downfall. You know what I mean? <laughs> fresh is on me. was huge, though, bro. Like, he he was, was huge. Bro. He's seen everything. And so I feel like, you know, man, since 25, you know what I mean? Poking and priding all over the place. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's time for something. What is there else for me to do? Like, you know what I mean? All right. Um, Unless an extraterrestrial drop, he's seen it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's seen it all. Let's talk about uh, I'm Dreaming of a White Vernacular Christmas. Uh, TikTok user uh, Comrade Ebony Warrior <laughs> tweeted. Comrade Ebony Warrior. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. Tweeted the uh, tweeted the the uh, or excuse me TikTok the video of him talking about classic white person vernacular ranging from that's rich coming from you 
two. Okay, no more Mr. Next Guy. Bro, <laughs> I said this in the group chat. Can you imagine the first nigga that said no more Mr. Nice Guy? I know All shit right. got real. Bro, can you like, bro, this had to be what? <laughs> 1880? You know what I'm saying? He probably grabbed a musket when he did that motherfucker. Started stuffing gunpowder like no more Mr. Nice Guy, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that when I think about that, I get my, my, my skin, you know what I mean? My hair stand up on my arms. You know what I mean? That's, that probably was crazy back then. I think that was a, hey, bro, we need to bring that back, bro. Yeah, we need to bring the fierceness of no more Mr. Nice Guy back. We've also got, uh, you're barking up the wrong tree. And now listen here, pal. Now listen here, pal. <laughs> Wait, what? Name, name all of them. I want to hear all of them. <clears throat> and so the, the purpose of his TikTok is, I don't know why white people appropriate uh, how black people talk because there's so many underused white vernacular uh, phrases. So that's rich coming from you. Okay, no more Mr. White. No more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> no more Mr. White Guy. <laughs> 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 that, that's a bar I'll fuck with it <laughs> uh, let's skedaddle let's skedaddle is great uh, we need to run that let, back skedaddle is a great word that is underused skedaddle uh, let me be frank that's uh, me now listen here pal I love it it's fun cup cup of joe nah it's whatever mid, mid. it's weird no, no emotions there you're barking up the wrong tree <sighs> <laughs> that's hilarious though you think you, it's if fun? you envision a dog barking up a wrong tree like bro the, the squirrel <laughs> you're looking for isn't this there one, motherfucker. <laughs> right <laughs> dumbass <laughs> so barking uh, up the wrong tree does that, does that mean like you're wrong or does it yeah. mean you, you got me fucked wrong up it means, you, you, got yeah. me it means up. you got me fucked up yeah. okay 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 yeah hmm <clears throat> I wouldn't say um, I wouldn't say it has the the this could go to violence connotation that you got me fucked up. It's not as but visceral, it's, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but it's it is you got me fucked up. But uh, how you like them apples? I, that's I never I think that's just straight up from Goodwill Hunting. I don't think that was ever actually a white person. Vernacular. I think I think I think they I think y'all said that. I don't know, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but but it feels it feels like it was said. You know, you Italian. You know what I mean? So your 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 ancestors probably didn't say that. Yeah, it just seems like I think it was like if it was a regular phrase, I don't think they would have used it in that way for the for Goodwill because it's from Goodwill Hunting, right? You don't think Teddy Roosevelt said that shit? No, I think he I probably hit apples. I, th- I think I he. Could, bro- I, I think he told someone they were barking up the wrong tree, but I don't see quote you don't, how you like them apples. That's how not you a, like them apples. A, I, I can think, see Nixon saying some shit like that. Okay. Nixon for, for sure. How you like I can see Clinton saying that shit like being like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Sarcastic. I can see Clinton saying some shit like that. That's, that's a, I okay. mean, that's a recent. And then you know, the last one is an absolute classic of the white vernacular. Newsflash, buddy. Newsflash, That's buddy. great. <laughs> yeah. More of that, please. More, more of that. <laughs> Newsflash, buddy. Newsflash, bubbas. I, I, I need that. I have been advocating for white men to start saying she's got an ass that just won't quit. I want that back. We are in the golden age of ass right now. Asses are assing that have never asked before. We could get a lot of mileage with that. But they the white man said it. What? Like what? Yeah, we, back we might then have, when it was saying that, that might be a Celsius Fahrenheit <laughs> discrepancy on the ass too. But are we, we need to set the back. Like where are we starting? You know, where does it end? Where does it begin? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, you know my I mean? suggestion actually here is that uh, black people appropriate more of the white vernacular. You know what I mean? I, like John telling someone no more Mr. Nice Guy? Come on. I would, I would, I would hit somebody with that shit. I would, sure. hit, I would hit somebody. No more Mr. Fucking Nice Guy. I got to drop a fucking in there. <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy, motherfucker. You know what I mean? That, hey, that got a little, that got a little something in it. That got a little sauce Yeah, it got a little tang in it. You know, got a little twang in that thing. Got a you feel me? It, you know man. what I'm saying? Look, you, know, <laughs> you can feel it in your jaw. <laughs> you know, you can feel it in your jaw a little bit. Yeah, I'm fucking with it. I might have to tap in. Hell yeah, that's uh, a couple of those. Skedaddle is fun, though. Skedaddle is extremely yeah, I say, I, like, I, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm I know a, bootleggers got so much run out of Skedaddle, bro. Right, like, Skedaddle. It's the coppers, the <laughs> Skedaddle. Yeah. Hey, I know. Or, or a nigga was trying to, you better Skedaddle. Because no more Mr. Nice Guy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. Skedaddle is great. I say, like, I'm, I'm a shake. You know what I mean? You, been, you know what I'm saying? Or beat it. I, I told a nigga to beat it once. That's my, the best thing I ever did. You in told someone. <laughs> I was on the phone, man. This, and he was notoriously annoying. And I'm on the phone. I'm handling some business. He keep asking me questions. Yo, beat it. Beat it. You know what I'm saying? Kick rocks, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, he earned it, though. He just... He, Make like a banana and split. <laughs> Need more of that. <laughs> Need more of that, too. Y'all got some bangers low-key, bro. <laughs> if you would just say them sarcastically, they'd hit every time, bro. If you looked at Sean in the face, hit <laughs> y'all ready to go? Let's get that on, <laughs> bro. That ain't gonna hit. <laughs> Look her dead in her eyes. Talk to her soul. Let's get that on, bro. I'm hitting Rhonda with that tomorrow, dog. I'll do that. I'll, I'll try that tonight and report back. <laughs> Keep us posted. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, the three I, he did there is a, he's missing a big uh, piece of the white vernacular though which is the Dilophosaurus frill that white people shake before they start spitting litigiousness is buddy uh, pal or my guy if my you guy. hear any of those three things from a from an annoyed white man Turn around and walk away before you get served with a fucking summons. You know what I mean? <laughs> the cops are already on the way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dialing nine and one, and then I'm saying newsflash, buddy, and then I'm dialing one again. <laughs> My guy. Mm, that's not fun. No. But not I, fun. I, I do like people to say buddy, though. When they like, you know, referring to a buddy over there, you know All what I'm right, saying? All right, buddy, listen. No, no, I'm talking about like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, buddy just over generally. There. Buddy, she, she, buddy got crossed the fuck up. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck, yeah, and, and that's and that's in that way. I, I fuck with that. Buddy, buddy's used in cool ways. Niggas are Here's magical. Another, yeah, I was about Maybe. to say, I, white, people, white people don't use buddy in that way. Um, another one is, uh, uh, okay, buddy. Here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Love it. Here's what's gonna. Here's what's gonna happen. I. It was not on the list. I actually think that's still in the white person vernacular. Do you believe? Here's what's gonna happen, though. I think if somebody said, "Here's what's gonna happen," I'm gonna believe that's gonna happen that way. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? I'm. A, I'm. A, I don't think that's that ain't cat, nigga. Yeah. That man, dead serious. That's what's right. gonna happen if you don't skedaddle. You, this is what's gonna happen. You, you know, know what I mean? Here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna get in your fucking car. You're gonna skedaddle. Yeah, like, you're gonna fucking skedaddle, bro. Okay? Cause no more Mister Motherfucking Nice Guy, dude. Okay? I 
fucking love that. Newsflash, buddy. You're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it. we've got some good phrases for my 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 uh, uh, part in the analogy. My white whale Jenkins and Jones episode is an episode uh, where you guys do your white guy voices for the entire episode. So God, we've got some so stock annoying. phrases now for if that so annoying, happens. so annoying, so annoying. Yeah. The worst hour uh, in oh, podcast ever. history. The worst yeah, hour great. ever. Yeah. You'd, both be, you'd both be so tired. You'd both Bro, be so exhausted. I'd by take the, a you nap guys would be for the three Jimmy days. Butler. Yeah, I you'd be the Jimmy for... Butler meme after that episode. <laughs> I would sleep for three days, bro. The I quit my job so I didn't have to do the white guy voice. That's why I left St. Louis and came out here to work differently so I didn't have to use that white man voice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wanted to say nigga at work so bad. I changed my entire life. <laughs> uh, all right. Can we talk about the horny ice cream tweet? The horny uh, ice cream tweet. Oh, that's shit. Yeah. yeah. I sent you guys the tweet yes, that, uh, that uh, Josh Gondelman <laughs> posted. Uh, we don't do free ads, so I'm not going to say the name of the uh, hip, very hipstery ice cream brand. I heard but it's good. I heard it's good. I heard it's good ice cream, though. I'm sure it is, um, but there's not it's really a such a car. thing as it's the sidecar donuts of ice cream, though, right? That's it's not like really it's like, such a bad thing as ice cream. I am a I am a I am bougie for ice cream. I I like the high cream content, like Haagen Dazs and up for me. You know what I mean? So I would probably wow. buy this ice cream. Yeah, you don't fuck with Edie's. Double scoop, double, double. I, I will eat any ice cream, but okay. it was like the dessert that I ate so much for so long that I definitely am a microbrew ice cream person. Dude, <laughs> I, I just double whipped. I've never yeah. forgot that from their commercials. Bro, and it's bro, definitely like, soft in the ice cream. I'm a Hagen Dazs motherfucker too, except when it comes to cookies and cream. Briars has the best cookies and cream, bro. Oh, facts. Totally yeah. agree. Y'all yeah. don't fuck with Turtles tracks and all that shit. <clears throat> I don't usually go for the like super extra ingredienteded up you know what mm. i mean I, I just like a, a chocolate chip is good you know mm. what i mean for mm. me maybe some cookie dough chunks i like turtles at, tracks at i like moose tracks i'm a big fan i believe that you're a moose tracks guy no yeah, moose tracks that. is fire they got the reese's in there right that's mm. moose tracks wait a minute hold up yeah nigga yeah nigga newsflash buddy newsflash buddy I'll give you look if 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 you don't regularly get these, I'll give you three of my go tos that are slightly off the beaten path because I will just fuck up some Haagen Dazs chocolate or chocolate chocolate chip. Uh, three slightly off the beaten path: the Baskin Robbins peanut butter and chocolate is like a legitimate peanut butter fucking swirl through that thing. Mm -hmm. I've heard it's tremendous when you're fucking mm -hmm. high. That's not my experience of it, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, Haagen Dazs chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm. Is the best cookie dough in the prepackaged ice creams for mm. my money. Even better Andy, than Ben and Jerry's cookie dough. Yes. Okay. For me. Because Ben yes. and Jerry's cookie what, dough is. <clears throat> but Ben and Jerry's, you'll sometimes get where it's a little over frozen and it's a little bit hard. You know what that I mean? That depends on it what always, store you're going to, though. Like how, you know what I'm saying? Correct. And depends I'm talking about the prepackaged. I'm not talking about live scoop. All right. Okay. It's okay. a different, yeah, yeah. totally different product. And, uh, and I will fuck up the Ben and Jerry's uh, mint chocolate chunk. With the full on like chunks of chocolate they have in that shit. Mm. Oh my god! You a chocolate so ass ice cream? I don't really, I don't really fuck with chocolate ice cream like that. I'm be honest with you. I, I'm a. Have y'all been to Salt Straw? You're laying some very bougie ice cream places. Oh down man, there, but that shit good, dog. That shit had me put that shit in my veins, bro. You know they had salt like salt straw is good. 
They, yeah, yeah. And this, that, that's the, 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 the reason the reason John brought up Sidecar Donuts is there's a place by Buckets that was like it's like a fancy LA donut place. And I like donuts from the Cambodian homies. I do not like the gentrified donuts. I go to gentrified Randy's. ice cream. I, go to I will fuck with. I go to Randy's. Right, I don't sure. yeah, out of Sidecar. Sidecar is whatever. You know what I mean? But salt and straw, if that's bougie, goddammit, then I'm bougie. Gentrified ice cream works for me, bro. I'll take the gentrified ice cream. All right, that's shit sure. crazy, man. They got the, the I mean, if that's considered live scoop, right? What you said what you referred to earlier. I've never yeah, heard that yeah, term. Yeah, before. yeah. If someone if someone was well, just my term for this yeah, yeah. science that I have made up of ice cream. Okay, it's I'll not a real term. I'm gonna use it though. I'm gonna use <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. We'll we'll, we'll uh, blow that up. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. What do you guys have any other ones you get at the store? I'm just trying to give people need something to do, bro. It's well, I guess it's 70 What's degrees the, out. Negative 70. They're not getting ice cream, but uh, people people need shit to do for the next I mean, I'll eat ice no cream pods. in the winter, bro. I'll, be, I'll eat oh, ice me cream. Too. I don't, bro. I'm smacking that shit. I don't Did you fuck. guys see... I, I was so obnoxious on Twitter about this a couple years ago. You saw that Long Beach is the number one ice cream consuming city in the country by like double the per God, capita. Based measure. on how you much ice shit. cream you eat? Because I, I, I remember there was a time... Per person. I, that makes sense because you always... You talk about ice cream all the time. I, I'd, I'd go on years without eating ice cream. I was not a big ice cream guy. I'll be honest with you. Like, I never thought to get ice cream on shit. And I would actually pass on it if it was like served with like my my dessert or whatever. I just would let it, let it... I let whoever I was with eat that shit. You know what I mean? And I'd eat the dessert. But salt and straw kind of switched me up where like there's ice creams I can eat that don't blow my shit up. You know what I mean? Because I had stopped reading night. The high, it's the higher mid- end stuff. No, but it's yeah, the higher yeah, end stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, sure. I remember, like, so I was like 28 when I went to uh, uh, Cold Stone. And by the time I dropped the container in the trash, I mean, when it touched the trash, I was like, oh, like, I don't have time to make it home. I'm going to have to go to war in this toilet yeah. real quick. Yeah. I'll catch y'all at the Metro. <laughs> it's gonna be a while, Bubba. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm yeah, a, so I'm I chill out after that. I'm a demon at Cold Stone. I'm a demon at Cold Stone. You said what? A demon. You a fuck demon. with Cold Stone? Cold Stone doesn't fuck your stomach up. Ice cream, for whatever reason, I'm kind of cool with. But let me give you. Uh, y'all know I had those issues with the uh, with the cholesterol and all that shit. This was when when those results came back. This was a conversation with the doctor. She's like, so you don't drink at all? I was like, nope, I, I don't drink at all. She's like, you don't smoke? I was like, no. She was like, uh, you, you smoke cigarettes? And I was like, I don't smoke anything. And she's like, okay. <laughs> What's your diet like? And I was like, it's okay. Like, I eat sandwiches and stuff. And like, then she literally just started naming foods because she's like, the cholesterol is coming from somewhere, bro. Right, 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 right. And finally, she got to ice cream and I just stopped. I was like, oh. And she was like, how much ice cream do you eat? And I was like, I eat a fair amount of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> how much ice cream did you eat how much ice cream did she you was eat? like how much i would so you know the little pints that you buy i don't remember if it's pints or quarts because yeah yeah uh, it's probably a pint um, i don't think you mind a quart the a regular quart is like a fourth one. of a gallon right a quart at, like at a college i would eat <laughs> like when we fir- i first started making a little bit of money i would probably eat four or five of those a week god damn yeah I would have one of those. What the fuck? I, I, I would have one of those. <laughs> if we sat down to watch a football game together, Shar and I, on a Sunday night after we'd like had burgers or whatever, I would for sure eat one of those. Nigga, you're an ice creamaholic. <laughs> yeah, a creamaholic. You were eating whole pints in one sitting too. Oh, every consistently. Yeah, Jeez. four, five a week. Yeah, bro, you kept places in business. 
Dog, that <laughs> is crazy. When the, thing, when the thing came out about how much more ice cream Long Beach eats than anywhere else, I was like, I've got at least 5% of this. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason. Bro, so how many? How much the were scale. they eating? How, what, was the, what was the per person um, uh, ice cream? I don't remember like what the measurements amount. were, but it was just yeah. the, the graph was hilarious because it was like, it was like ludicrous how much higher long beach was and everywhere else but i was the more i thought about it the more it made sense because it's sunny in long beach like 345 days a year and it's never really like right now we're going through the coldest winter that we've had in quite some time and it's gonna be 68 degrees today you know what i mean so you could really always go to a store and get ice cream like and it, it not be ridiculous a ridiculous decision yeah yeah but i'm like you I, like i'll eat ice cream in the rain or when it's cold whatever i don't care but i've never lived in negative 70 i don't think if it was negative 70 i would be eating ice cream i would add by the way just for the Mike, people who might because i don't eat ice cream like that anymore <laughs> you'd be eating okay and that mike would have been eating ice yeah. cream negative 70 yeah you, yeah bro, probably so yeah bro five yeah. pints a yeah. week yeah, a week insane. bro oh, sure yeah absolutely but that was my like that was my uh that that was my like oh i could buy my own groceries now shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. everyone has their like their 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 stretch when they're like okay they're out there i live with my mom through college so when i was like 22 23 i was like i could just go (laughs) buy all the ice cream i want bro right i bought sneakers (laughs) that i couldn't afford ever so often (laughs) you pay more in ice cream than i'd pay in them sneakers every six weeks Those pints of ice cream over over six weeks definitely added up. Come on, <laughs> no doubt. I'm not. Hey, listen, I'm not. Uh, so, oh, oh, the whole purpose of this was I was bringing up the fucking Gondelman tweet. That's hilarious. Anyway, okay. he had a picture of one of the gentrified ice cream brands. He took the lid off, and the plastic covering over the ice cream says, "Good job, hands. Now it's mouth's turn." <laughs> Jesus. Come on, man. I would be taken aback if I saw that. You just can't blindside a motherfucker with some shit like that. You think you about to dig into some cookies and cream and you getting hit with sexual innuendo. Like, God damn. I ain't signed up for this. Facts. Yeah, but also, I would keep going. Now it's mouth, sir. All right, let's stop playing. (laughs) Bro, I want people on here. I want people to listen. Hit us if you know anybody that's eating more ice cream than Mike. I, I couldn't imagine there's anybody that out there that's eating more that, that you know that's eating more ice cream five pints a week. That's crazy. L- let me let me let me t- let me let me share a story that w- my friends will be very happy I'm telling on this podcast. Uh, one of my best friends in the world is a guy named uh, Connor. I officiated his wedding. He was in our college newspaper. Everything right. He and his girlfriend were living together in New York. Shar and I would go stay with them for like a week every year. New York has great fucking gentrified ice cream places. We would for sure go get Ooh, dessert like basically yeah. every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. <clears throat> Connor was hanging out with his girlfriend, now wife. They got a kid together and they're now back in Southern California and everything. But I came up somehow. She, she brought me up somehow. And Connor said his response was, and I quote, fucking Mike. I bet he's eating ice cream right now. <laughs> <laughs> so he texted me and was like, when was the last time that you ate ice cream? And I took, a, I immediately sent him a selfie of myself in the <laughs> drive through line at Wendy's to get a chocolate frosty. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's yeah. the last time I ate ice cream. <laughs> now. 
<laughs> yeah, he brings that up. Uh, he brings that up almost every time I see him. Oh, um, all right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, as previously mentioned, I'm pretty horny for ice cream, but that label is too horny for me. You know what I mean? That's a, it's a it's a, it's a bridge too far, bro. Oh, not, um, on the, not on the first link. You know, you got that. That got to be like like what you see off after like the third or fourth pint you open. You know. <laughs> See, <laughs> take some time with me here. Get to know me a little bit. Right, <laughs> right. right. Yeah, make me work for it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know? Gentrified ice cream, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's mouth's turn. Cheer. <laughs> 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 um, all right, it is, uh, this is our last episode before the holidays, so I want to know, and I know the answer to this question for John, so maybe he can go first. Uh, what are your favorite corny holiday traditions whether it's with your family or yourself john has a uh oh, yeah just started it first year yeah I, yes so lay lay lay, <laughs> lay it on us uh papa Nichols. all right man i'm leaning all the way into this dad shit you know what i mean and i really want to take the lame i'm all the lame shit i want all of it you feel me and so uh you know we're taking family pics every year and matching shit you feel me Hell like yeah. matching christmas Ugly sweaters. Went to, went to the shit. photo studio at, at JC Penny's, bro. Horrible, horrible. You were at Penny's specifically. We went to Penny's, bro. <laughs> we throwing it back. I ain't been in a JC Penny's in probably fifteen years. You feel me? So like, I pulled up. Yeah, we pulled up. It was it was great experience. Great. I mean, great experience as far as the photos. The store. Wow, wow. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Mighty, <laughs> Jesus! Clearance, clearance, clearance! Everything. Every Colors retail everywhere. store, every retail store looks like a big lots now. Painful, painful to the yeah. eyes. Man. Internet shopping, yeah. killing that shit, bro. Yeah, the, photo- the photographer. I think that was Latasha. She really, she really helped us out. Appreciate you, Latasha, man. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. So that's yours. Yeah, that's mine. Family pictures. Okay. Yeah, I, it was funny because somebody said. Uh, 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 how hard was your wife? How 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 hard was it for your wife to convince you to do this? I'm like, it was my idea. It dude. was your idea. Yeah, that person didn't. I know bought you. the. Yeah, yeah, I, sure. I looked for the sweaters. <laughs> I took my dry ass to Old Navy and copped the motherfuckers. That person didn't know you, and they didn't know Rabbi at all. <laughs> She's by far the coolest person in this group <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> I lean all the way into the square shit. Uh, mine would probably be uh, every Christmas Eve uh, Char goes to church with her family they go to like a late night service or whatever and we, you know we got the kids down and so I wrap presents by myself while watching Die Hard and it's the most stereotypical oh. and enjoyable evening <laughs> of the year That's for me fire. the house is completely quiet except for Bruce Willis shooting people and I'm wrapping up presents for my kids. And that's that's my favorite adult corny holiday tradition for sure. For sure. I don't even really have any traditions except like for Christmas dinner, you know, I cook shit. Like I'm I'm kind of like the grill guy in the family now. So, you know, that's something I look forward to. Like I'll do shoulders or ribs or whatever have you. So, you know, that, that's a little something I like. I'm not really big into Christmas though. I mean, I'm not like a like a fucking Grinch ass motherfucker, but you know, Christmas is like, eh, it's cool. You know. Eh. It's I get right. that. Not. I get that. I get that. It's kind of like sex. You've had forty of them. Fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? I think. I think Somi's made me lean in more. You know, because yeah. like you get to see, kind of see shit from like your her through her eyes. You know the excitement. So 
That's my idea. You are going to shit yourself at how excited she is to open presents. Right. Yeah. 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 So you're going that, to shit yourself at the faces she makes opening presents. For. Everything that like like everything she learns new, if it, it's like I transfer back into when I, you know what I'm saying, and I'm, it makes me feel things that I forgot. Ex- you know what I'm saying? Ever I have ever felt. You know what I mean? And she's only one. So, so she starts, I'm like, oh, oh shit, that is new. I, you know what I mean? Like I remember, like so, uh, it's, I don't know, man. It's interesting, but yeah, that that that, that brought some more fun at Christmas for me because I was definitely like Utah. I was like, man, all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Santa Barkley is back, and this year he's giving new FanDuel customers exactly what you asked for. Unwrap the gift of a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500 back in free bets when you sign up with promo code J&J. That's J-A-N-D-J. That's up to $2,500 back if your first bet doesn't win. Now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. The app is easy to use. They're always giving you great promotions, and when you win, you'll get paid instantly. So many features that I love on FanDuel. They're same-game parlays you can build yourselves, or they have the pre-built one. There's odds boosts. We've got live betting, 
all kinds of other bells and whistles. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook and get in the holiday spirit with a no sweat first bet up to $2,500 back in free bets from Santa Barkley when you sign up with promo code JNJ, that's J-A-N-D-J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is not withdrawable. Free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. All right, this is our last episode before Christmas, and we have a a heartwarming message that we wanted to share. Uh, I don't know how much of this you want to read, John, but... um, our guy, Zach, who's a longtime listener of the pod, uh, has some good news we thought would make sense to share with y'all uh, right now. So this is from Zach. Should I say his actual Twitter name? You think he, that? Did put it, he, did, he put his Twitter name on there. Okay, yeah, so his name in the my name is Zach Trotwood Zeus on Twitter and IG. I've been a fan from the jump and even had a couple reader emails on some early episodes. He was tapping in early. Remember when we sent mm-hmm. him? We, we need to do that again. Send those questions out. I think that's how I got on the pod was I would just, I responded to every time you had a fucking prompt. I was like, let me get something funny in there. <laughs> Maybe you'll be the fourth <laughs> member. Hit us with an email. <laughs> I'm tapping in with y'all because I just recently got engaged over the Thanksgiving weekend to my lady. A big part of our early relationship is due to the pod. I don't know if y'all remember, but my lady shouted me out on an episode, Don't Judge a Booty by its Cover. <laughs> I used to love them episode days, but I used to get real creative. You know what I'm saying? As a super as a surprise Christmas gift, since y'all are my favorite pod to listen to, that was one of the first instances in which I felt like we could be serious in a relationship. Prior to that, I didn't think it was possible since I was a single dad with two young daughters and I just don't, didn't have time to manage anything else. Fast forward four years later, I'm a whole fiance, bro. Crazy. Congratulations. <laughs> Crazy. My five and six-year-old daughters helped plan the proposal and were right next to me when I popped the question. Which she accepted. Man, congratulations to everybody involved. I couldn't ask for a better partner. She loves me for me and accepts my babies like they were on. A big part of that is due to the pod. I'm not sure if y'all still check y'all's email, but I wanted to give y'all y'all y'all's flowers while I can. Keep doing great work. It's been amazing to watch y'all come up in real time, and I can't wait to see what y'all do moving forward. Man, appreciate y'all. Your for wife sure, is beautiful. Man. The ring is beautiful too. You did your thing, <laughs> homie. Congratulations to you and your beautiful young girls too, man, for sure. Trotwood Zeus, tap in with him, man. Appreciate you hitting us up, man. Man, always feels great. Can't believe when people hit us with these messages. It always shocks the shit out of me when we get this type of love, man. So thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, man. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all of that. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. Congrats to the homie Zach and your lovely fiance and the, and the new family that y'all are making. Love to see it. Appreciate the support over the years. It's like, like you said, I just can't ever wrap my head around how this ridiculous ass podcast has like played influential parts in certain people's lives. <laughs> like he was like, when, 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 when my question got read on, don't judge a booty by its cover, I knew it was real. <laughs> like, don't really? judge a booty by its cover. It's, it's how ridiculous. Listen, it's you know all I mean? so absurd and ridiculous and I'm so appreciative of it all, man. I really, really appreciate the listeners we have. I really fuck with y'all, man. Real shit. Uh, that's the best story. I, Zach, please make sure someone tells the story at the wedding. Oh, that, it's got to be in a toast, and the name of the episode title also has to be in the toast. <laughs> Repeat it, too. Yes, I said, don't d- judge a booty by its cover. <laughs> that's wisdom, too. Oh, man. But that's a fact, Congrats, though. Zach. That is a gem. Hell, yeah. We Congrats meant it when we Zach. said it. Don't judge Congrats a booty by its cover. 
Exactly. That's, that's a great point. Congresses, fiance, congressive, uh, beautiful baby girls. Sounds like a, it's going to be a wonderful family. Um, and, you know, a couple years, maybe they'll be able to listen to the pot in the car with the girls in there. I don't know. <laughs> All it, booties it'll be, be booty. It'll be a little while. <laughs> All booties be booty. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh that's it man merry christmas happy holidays happy new year uh we're not going to see y'all till january 2nd like we said at the top so let me be the first to say Uh-oh. on december 22nd no don't no. see you next year no you see you next year that that see you next year is some news. white vernacular that needs to die bro right <laughs> yeah, newsflash buddy we'll see you next year <laughs> can't wait to say that shit to you too man anyway alright y'all love y'all bye bye bye, bye. <laughs> infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.